Sunday morning, fight this calling. Do 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 do. Every Sunday's Father's Day. <laughs> That was pretty good, right? Hello, everyone. It's Alex Cooper back at it again for another episode of Call Her Daddy. Hi. Hello. How are you, everyone? I am officially in London. I am so fucking happy that I even made it here, daddy gang. My trip to even getting to sit on this lovely little couch in my hotel room. We got to rewind back to the day that I decided to get on a plane. I feel like there are some people that are really, really, really good travelers, and I think that there are then people that are a fucking disaster traveling. I don't know if there's a middle ground. I'm a disaster because I always overestimate myself. I'm a confident gal. I always think that I'm going to be able to pull through and get it in and get it going and get it wild and get it on. I will admit, and I don't know if anyone who has a partner has done this, but ever since I met Matt and I really let myself fall in love and really let myself let Jesus take the wheel with the relationship, I've let Matt steer the boat in terms of travel. I sometimes I'm leaving my house without my passport because I know Matt has it, you know? And if he doesn't have it, it's his fault. It's always on Matt. And Matt knows that. And Matt, I will say, has, he is so fucking organized. And when we actually started dating, that was one of my like biggest fears of dating Matt. From my past relationships, one would think, oh, you're afraid of getting cheated on. You're afraid he's going to, you know, leak your nudes or <laughs> like I just some fucked up shit. My biggest fear with Matt when it came to dating him was that he was he was too good for me. <laughs> no, He's got his life together. I don't think I've ever dated a man like Matt. I don't even know if I had ever dated a man in the past, except for when I was 18 and I dated a 32 year old. But was he even a man or was he a man child? When it comes to traveling, I've gotten very accustomed to traveling with Matt. He's got my passport. He's got all my things. Or he'll be like, do you have this, this, this and this the minute that we get in the car? And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, well, I already got it for you. I, I packed extra. And I'm like, I love you so fucking much. You know, yang to yang. Okay. And I have never had that in a relationship where I have someone that's just like so knows me and my flaws. This time, Matt was already in Europe and I was having to travel to Europe alone. A lot of times Matt asks me, you know, how did you survive without me? And I say, you know, I was fine. I was living a very different life, but I made it and I was happy. So don't put your judgment on me. I thrived. And then when I met you, yeah, I may be living a happier, healthier lifestyle, but baby, how do you, I, I got here one way or another. Okay. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants, iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor, Sparkling Ice, anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Daddy Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. So finally, my driver comes, I sob my eyes out and I say goodbye to my boys and I get in the car. And when I get in the car, I look at the man's GPS and we're cutting it a little close, you know? I have had both options when going to the airport. I'm either so fucking early that I can like stop at Chickie and Pete's, have a couple fries, have a couple beers. Maybe we go shopping in the airport. One of my favorite pastimes. Oh, let's buy a lip liner we didn't need from CVS, you know? Let's go to the duty-free place and get ourselves a little fragrance. Like, let's stop by and pick another neck pillow, even though I have 15 at home, but I just forgot it, you know? Let's get another neck pillow. That's one way to live your life. Um, or you can be almost cutting it to the point where you basically missed your flight. That was me this time, but I've never been this close. So I'm sitting and I'm looking at the man's GPS and I'm like, wait a second. That says the, um, Gustav, that says that we're arriving at six. He's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. I'm like, well, I'm boarding at six. (laughs) You see, I didn't recognize for some reason, my dumb little head that, 4.30's rush hour in LA, babe. And you guys have heard the horror stories of Los Angeles traffic. I am here to confirm thus is true, okay? You can't budge. You can't move. I immediately call my assistant and I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss this flight. And she calls. She's like, they said that you may be able to make it, but you're going to have to rush. And the latest that you can check in your bag is 5.45. And I'm like, sir, you know Los Angeles, Gustav. You got to pedal to the metal. Be safe, but let's push it, Goosty. So Gustav's putting in ways, and there's a couple back roads that look empty. So he's swerving, he's grooving, and I start to get unbearably carsick. Sweat. I have sweat on me. However, I dressed warm for the airport daddy gang because... Is there anything worse than being cold on an airplane? The last five times I've been on an airplane, shivers. Hypothermia, I'm not okay. I've asked the people, can I get an extra blanket? No, we don't have them. Oh, for the price I'm paying, I would think I could get a couple extra sheets. Nope. So the things just haven't gone right in the past that I'm bunkered up. I've got layers on layers, okay? I might as well be in a couple turtlenecks. And so I'm too anxious, though, to start unlayering because Gustav and I have a plan. He says, ma'am, the minute we get to the airport, I will leave my car. I will help you with your bags because I had multiple and we'll just book it. I can't start unlayering because I'm going to have to put it all back on. So I'm just drenched in sweat, smell like shit. Thank God Gustav had awful BO, but like we loved that for him. It was fine. We were both, the car smelled awful. Okay. We reek. We're both in this together. Bonnie and Clyde type shit. Gustav gives me his phone number. He's like, let's do it again for the thrill of it. You ever back in LA? You want to go to the airport? Let's do this again, bitch. I will say I've had drivers in the past and if you need them to push it to the limit, they kind of look at you like, 
pay me more, bitch. You know, I don't get paid enough for this. I'm not going to go to the end of the earth to make sure that you get on your flight. Like I'm going to cruise on cruise control and relax. Gustav had another plan. Okay. Gustav has done this before. So we finally get there, daddy gang. And it says on the dot on the GPS when we pull up 544. This man got me down 15 fucking minutes. So we had one minute to at least get our bodies to where I'm supposed to check in. Goosty parks the car, gets out, opens his door, doesn't close it for some reason. He wanted the theatrics and I was down for it. He hands me a bag. He takes my 80 pound luggage bag. Gustav goes, literally looks at me. Isn't there like a meme on the internet or like a, a sound on TikTok? And it's like, dun, 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 run. Blah. That was us. We get to the airport. I walk in. I am deep breathing. And the people at the front desk look at me and they say, you're totally fine. Calm down. You're you're fine. And Gustav and I are like, we made it. We made it. We made it. And they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, we could have boarded this at like six o'clock. You're totally fine. You have so much time to spare. Don't worry. Do you want a cocktail? Okay. Oh, sorry. What? A weight was lifted off my shoulders, right? The panic was for nothing. But thank God, Gustav, pedal to the metal. We hug. He says, call me if you need another driver. I'm like, Gustav, there is no other driver in my future. I I guess I'm going to have to put him on salary. He's my guy. Okay. Shout out, Gusty. I go through security. I'm good to go. I'm schmoozing with the people putting me through security. I get on the plane and I say, hasta luego to basically everyone on the flight because I had brought an edible for myself. We got on and it was going to be a seven o'clock flight. We were going to sleep through the night and then we're going to land in London at like 1.30 in the afternoon. A bitch wants to avoid jet lag as much as humanly possible. I have my eye mask on. I have my Doritos I have my salt and vinegar chips. I have my Sour Patch. I have Godiva little chocolate balls. I have my Kindle if I want to read a romance novel. I have my iPad if I want to tune back in to a little Grey's Anatomy, Vampire Diaries, Gossip Girl, or Game of Thrones. I am ready to recline. I'm going to drink a lot of wine. They have John and Vinny's on the plane, which let me just tell you. John and Vinny's is one of the best 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 Italian restaurants in Los Angeles. There's chicken parm, meatballs, and cacio de pepe. So a bitch is ready. I've got dinner on my mind, edible, wine, boom, I'm out. I do not sleep <laughs> for one hour. No, not even one hour, one minute on this 10-hour plane ride. I don't know what happened, but my edible hit me. I couldn't have been more awake. Just so you all know, this is a sleepy time edible. I don't know if it was the altitude. I don't know if it was my excitement to see my fucking fiance. I, I don't know what it is because I know it wasn't that. I wanted to desperately sleep. I couldn't sleep for 10 fucking hours, daddy gang. There's nothing, nothing worse. Uh, well, there is so much worse. There's a lot of worse things. Then a daddy gang member that is a flight attendant comes up to me and she's being lovely, but I'm so fucking high and she's talking to me and I am literally like, just try to act normal, Alex. At this point, she's kind of dizzy to me. I've had four glasses of wine because I'm trying to drug myself. I've had a full edible that is supposed to knock me out. And usually at home, I can't move my body when I've got the edible. Okay. And then this woman comes up to me and is like knocking on my pod. And she's like, Alex, like, 
oh my gosh, like I'm not working your area, but I just saw you as I was delivering your meatballs and I can't believe it's you. And I'm literally like focusing so fucking hard on her mouth because I'm like, what is she saying? <laughs> like the nicest person. And also at this point, since I knew I couldn't sleep, I just want, I would have loved to talk to her. I would have been like, come sit in my pod with me. Let's talk about the podcast. Let's talk about your life. Tell me how's your dating life going? Like I would have loved to talk. My mouth wasn't working. So I'm like, oh my God, I'd never want to come off as a bitch. I'm obsessed when I meet daddy gang in the wild. So I'm like, oh my God, focus on the mouth. I'm mouth reading. I'm, she probably thinks I'm attracted to her. I'm like reading her lips. I'm staring at her lips. I'm like, oh my God, what is she saying? finally she's like can I take a picture with you or do you want to do it when we land and let me just be very clear when I land I'm gonna look like a fucking troll honey okay I'm gonna hopefully maybe sleep at this point I think we're like four hours into the flight so I'm like I better get this absolutely taken now because there's no hope when I land so I'm like oh my god let's take the picture now I go to stand up When you're high and you've had wine, the legs specifically, you don't you don't have a gauge of your ability for mobility. Like when you're fucking because you've been sitting the whole time. So I know how my head feels high and fucking drunk. But what the fuck is it going to be like when I stand up on a moving plane? I'm holding on for dear life. We're taking the selfie and I'm on my knees in my pod because I can't get my legs completely stiff upright. We take the picture. It is absolutely through and through maybe one of the worst pictures I've ever took in my life she's gorgeous she's slaying she's killing it I'm like oh my god I love you so much and then when I landed in London here we go here's the big kicker can't get any better I'm standing at baggage claim my driver comes and meets me we're we're chatting he's got two daughters one's on her way to uni and then this man approaches which I really don't know how he found me I guess maybe because I was the last person at baggage claim and I I was a little out of it. You know, I didn't I didn't look around and notice like, huh, everyone's gotten their bags because I'm just chatting it up with Corey. And this guy comes up to me and Corey and he's like, Miss Cooper. And I'm like, yeah, hey. And he's like, got a look on his face of true sadness, which I appreciated. He wasn't smiling when he delivered this news. And he said, Miss Cooper, I am so sorry. But your bag didn't make it. <clears throat> Yep. (laughs) The running, Gustav putting in the work, Gustav getting his steps for the day. Yeah, I was fucking soul crushed. And I'm like, is it going to come on the next flight? Because I knew there was another flight two hours after mine coming from LA. And they're like, no, no. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's got no answers. And so I say, you know what, Corey? Bring me to the hotel. I got to go to fucking bed. Like I can't, I'm not trying to beat jet lag anymore. I lay in bed. I start spiraling because I realize I have 24 hours until Matt gets to London. I don't know why, but when I am alone in a location that is foreign to me, and I don't just mean a foreign country, just like foreign to me. I've never been. I, and I even, I've been in London, but like, I can't, I can't, I, I refuse I, I will just not leave my room. Like, I don't know what is wrong with me. Maybe it's just paranoia. And like, there's just been some weird shit that's happened to me before. I just get very anxious. So I'm like, you know what? Let's think of the positives. Although I don't have my luggage, this is a perfect excuse for me to put on my robe and to hibernate in my room from tonight until tomorrow night 
when Matt gets here, so I just sit for the next 24 hours and I don't leave the room and I put do not disturb on. The hotel does call multiple times being like, Miss Cooper, like we've really tried to clean your room, but I'm like, I'm never leaving. I'm never leaving. Go away. <laughs> and then finally, you guys, I... You know, I don't like to brag, but I think I found one of the bests. Honestly, no, I, Matt is dream, dream, dream man. He just takes care of me and takes care of everything. And like, I'm a very capable person, but it's nice to sometimes like just sit back, relax and just let Matt do fucking everything. And he's so sweet. So he shows up and I'm like, I have nothing. I have no clothes. My carry on is just filled with all of my podcast equipment. I don't have makeup. I don't have skincare. I have fucking nothing. I have a microphone that I can shove up my fucking pussy. That's about it. And Matt's like, get up, put your sweats back on. You look beautiful. I'm taking you shopping. And you know, I'm thinking like Gap. I'm thinking Brandy Melville. I'm thinking anywhere when I'm not like, you know, it's, it's okay to be in your sweats. And Matt walks me into Prada and he just goes, shop here we go I got you and pick an outfit that you want to wear on our date tonight I'm taking you on a very very special cute date then he took me to the first ever bar that we had ever gone on a date in London to I had a martini with my fiance and then we went to one of our favorite restaurants and it was just lovely and I was so fucking happy and we really turned it around. Oh my God. I have a, I have a big update, big update. Okay. So Matt was making a movie in Serbia and he's also making a movie in London and everyone kind of just like had a big fun night of getting together and just like celebrating one movie being finished. And then another movie is like almost wrapped. And so I'm meeting a bunch of the actors from both movies. <sighs> <clears throat> You guys know that I love Grey's Anatomy, specifically only the first like six seasons. And then I like just go back to the beginning of the first season. And I just rewatch it. Meredith, Yang, Karev, Izzy, George, McDreamy, McSteamy, Addison, Bailey. Like I am an OG, OG Grey's Anatomy person. Okay. I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there and my time comes and daddy gang I come face to face and I meet McSteamy. <laughs> if younger me knew that I was going to meet Eric Dane, and if you guys didn't watch Grey's Anatomy, he's the dad in Euphoria. And if you didn't watch Euphoria, you're about to watch Matt's movie where he is the dad in this. And he is just, it's just so fucking cool to like see an actor that you love in person. And like, I had the ability to like have a little combo with him because like I'm Matt's fiance and Matt is producing the movie and he's calling him Caps. He's like, oh, Caps, is this your fiance? And I'm like, <sighs> McSteamy. I did say McSteamy to him and he laughed and he thought it was cute. I can imagine it was a fake laugh because how many fucking people call him that? I don't, I wonder if he gets annoyed by it. it he really didn't seem it. He was so fucking lovely. And it was like, the cherry on top of my trip. And then my mother is texting me because I told her that I was going to meet him. And my mom's like, where's the picture with McSteamy? Like, oh my God, like you met him. Like, tell him I'm a fan. Like uh, my me and my mom are like the biggest Grays fan. So that was really fucking cool. And it's just been like a really, really, really lovely, lovely trip. And this is what I will say. I am someone that 
I love being alone. I've said this many times on my podcast. If you're new here, I fucking thrive being alone. And I, when Matt left for basically a month (laughs) and I'm not embarrassed to say this, but it almost sounds like, no, 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 there, there's gotta be like, you went out at some point. I didn't for exactly four and a half weeks that Matt was gone. I never once left my home except for four times to go to my studio to record an episode. I never went to a dinner. I never went to a coffee. I never went to the grocery store. I never went, I never went anywhere. (laughs) I never left my house for four and a half weeks except to record an episode and then immediately got in the car and came home. I ordered every single meal or I ordered my groceries and I made my food I would go on walks in my backyard. I stayed in every single night. I never saw nothing. FaceTimed my friends, but didn't go to a fucking dinner or drinks or anything while I was in Los Angeles for four and a half weeks by myself. And I couldn't have been happier. So don't feel bad for me. Everyone's like, oh my God, Alex, like, are you okay? Like, I understand that maybe like sleeping too much in some world is a sign of depression. Couldn't be happier. (laughs) Couldn't be happier couldn't be me upset thriving truly to the core peaking so the point of that story is that I ended up coming to London and I also hadn't drank in those four plus weeks just because I had been feeling a little under the weather after new year and I just like didn't drink which was lovely I was just like I don't really feel like drinking I will say this If you are an introvert homebody, I will say I have had a really good time in London going out to dinners and I don't feel drained. My social battery is totally fine. I'm also with Matt mainly and then like a couple of other friends that are here. But like I just am really happy I got myself out of the house. Not that I wasn't enjoying that, but I do think it will. It's going to just make me appreciate it when I get home more. (laughs) Another update. I need to just be really honest with you guys. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Daddy Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. And I don't want to... You know, I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to alienate anyone. But here's the truth. A couple of weeks ago, I came on a Sunday session and I told you guys that my doctor told me that I may have a gluten allergy. I then proceeded to tell you guys and my doctor, I'm having a mental breakdown. I don't see a world 
where I can survive without gluten. I'm not someone that can take that. And I don't really think that there is an option. So I would rather just shit my fucking pants and still have a bowl of pasta. But I did it. And I did a week of no gluten. The worst week of my life. And I still had stomach problems. (laughs) Daddy gang, I still was having stomach problems to the point that I went two weeks still having stomach problems while not eating gluten. And then I decided one night I said, fuck this. I don't think it's gluten. I made myself a giant bowl of pasta with butter and salt and pepper and I was fine. So now I think I think it could be a dairy allergy now. So now I'm about to try that. This is the problem. I stood with my gluten-free gals for a week to two weeks almost. And I just want to say I lived your life for a week and a half. I felt it. I experienced it. And I was with you. And I was ready to join the gluten-free community. But respectfully... (laughs) I am so fucking happy that I'm not full-time joining you. And I am so fucking sorry. And honestly, I I get it. Like your gluten-free life can be amazing. Not for me. And so I'm sorry for everyone trying to add me into those little group chats of the gluten-free girls. I'm a gluten bitch through and through. So don't, don't add me into any more, you know, therapy groups or um, menu groups or taste food groups or whatever the fuck they're called. I'm good. I'm just on my next journey. So dairy is the next thing, but I haven't even started going non-dairy and I've just been, you know, having stomach problems. But like, like I said, last, last Sunday episode, hot girls have stomach problems. There could be worse problems. It's all relative, you know? Oh, here's the last thing. Okay. And then I, I really will wrap this up. I'm so sick and tired of people being like, I'm so sick and tired of seeing like the Travis and Taylor, like pictures and all the media. I'm not, I'm not sick of it. I... All I'll say is this, when I open my phone, I want to be entertained. That is entertaining. They are two very good looking people. It's the pop star billionaire with the hot football player. Like it's fucking hot. It literally reminds me. And if you're OG OG and you used to watch television like me, it's literally Tim Riggins and Lila, what the fuck was her last name? Garrity, Darity, Lila Garrity. If you never watch Friday Night Lights, the show, there you go. It is like, we're, it's so, it's so fun. It's so fun. And I'm so excited to watch the Super Bowl. And I pray to fucking God Taylor can be there because every fucking time that Matt is watching football now, all I care about is watching the Chiefs because I'm like, are they showing Taylor? I wish they would just have a camera on Taylor the whole game. And I know that would be so fucking annoying for her, but like, I love it. It's fucking fun. It's fun. It gives us girlies something to fucking do. Like Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Travis is amazing. The team's amazing. But like, there's so many, so many fucking balls I can be thrown into the air that I'm like entertained by. And when like in the interim, I'm like, show me her gorgeous face and like, show me her and Brittany Mahomes like I love watching the girlies on TV okay so anyone that's like annoyed by it shut the fuck up okay the viewership is up the money's flowing I'm entertained I can't complain okay and what I know is I can't fucking wait for Taylor Swift to write a song about Travis Kelsey that may be her best album yet so god bless and good night I cannot wait for the Super Bowl and um 
yeah, it's going to be a good one. So daddy gang, thank you so much for watching this Sunday session. I feel like this year is going to be the year of solos. Shout out Gustav, wherever you are. Well, I know where you are. I'm going to text you so you can pick me up from the airport and I can tell you all about my London trip. I love you, Gustav. And I love you, daddy gang. I'm going to go hang out with my fiance, get drunk and have fucking weird sex. God bless. Good. Oh, my God. I got I bought a new vibrator. It's so fucking good. It's from Goop. Um, it's a little suction cup situation. It's amazing on the clit. So just a reminder, if you don't have a vibrator, get one. Your life will be better. So as you guys know, I'm a Spotify galley and I've had my Spotify contract. And since the day that I signed at Spotify, so many of you have been like love you Alex but I just wish you were available on all podcast platforms and I totally get it and over the past couple years I've had conversations with Spotify of like is there any way we could ever go wide and and have people on iHeart and Amazon and Apple like could people consume it there where some people listen to their podcasts and I'm here to announce even though I've already announced it but I just want to say it again that Spotify is allowing me to go wide for 2024 and now if you are on Apple and you're listening to your music that day on Apple you can also listen to call her daddy officially now on any podcast platform and obviously still on Spotify but I'm just really excited because Everything I do for this podcast is for you guys and I know so many of you are on Spotify but I do know there are a lot of you that use different platforms and I think it's really exciting to one I know it's going to just help expand the show which I know Spotify knows that too which is exciting but then two it's like I I hear you guys and yeah I'm I'm fucking excited so 2024 daddy gang we're fucking everywhere bitch so listen wherever you want to listen to this podcast and God bless and good night, okay? Chip, chip, cheerio. I'm afraid to stand up because I think I have an ass uh, sweat stain. Do they call that swamp ass? Okay. Bye. Love ya. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today.